Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Melanie Cole's Health Radio. It's radio that's good for you. Well, it's certainly spring break time, and we know our teens and our older teens and 20-somethings like to go hang out in Florida and go to the beaches, but there are so many safety things now that maybe we didn't think about 20, 30 years ago that they really have to think about now. And of course, my expert guest, boy, she's the most qualified to be talking about this, is Kelly Campbell. She is a third-degree black belt and the highest-ranking female instructor in the United States. She serves as the Director of Instructor Development and Training Coordinator for the Licensing Division of Krav Maga Worldwide. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Wow, you're a serious lady, and I'm quite sure that you're not somebody to be messed with. What do you tell young women when they are going traveling, backpacking in Europe to the beaches? What's the first best bit of advice you give them? Being prepared and recognizing that, that there, there's potential dangers out there is the first thing. So a lot of times people live in denial and think that things won't happen. So um, taking safety into your own hands by educating yourself on things that you can do to be safer. Uh, when you're talking about going abroad, a lot of times people, when they go, they want to take all kinds of extra clothes and they want to be flashy, flashy. You really want to blend in, actually, and not pack as much. Because um, then you're targeting yourself if you're too flashy with your stuff. So blending in when you're going abroad is really important. Um, and um, always checking out your area. If you're going to go somewhere, investigate what's around, what are things, know the city, get a map so you're not completely lost when you, when you get out of that cab in that area. I'm telling you what, Kelly, first of all, a lot of these kids stare down at their, it's like, where can we go in the world and stare down at our phones? And so they're unaware of people walking past them. They're unaware of the situations that they're in because they're so preoccupied with putting selfies of themselves on Facebook of where they are at the time. So I think that that disconnecting a little bit and taking in your surroundings first, right? I mean, that's what you really want them that to do. That is so important. And I think, yeah, there's, um, there's so much distraction that goes on with the cell phones and um, people are going to look for that. If you're so... Um, into that that phone and and you're not paying attention to what people are doing around you, that could get, potentially bring you up as a target. Um, so having a confidence and not being too distracted is going to be important, especially at nighttime too, because the phones blind us a little bit and it's even harder to see your surroundings because of the lights that come on um, and it, it it stuns your eyes. So when you put the phone down, seeing in front of you is going to be much harder. So someone can get very close to you very quickly. Um, so you're absolutely right. Put those phones down, enjoy the person that's with you, and then, you know, connect with everybody back home when you get home. <laughs> well, absolutely. That's so right. Now, this is kind of a, um, some people might find this a little bit of an uncomfortable question, but if these young women are in Florida on the beach and they like a guy and they think he's really cute and they start making out and whatever, and then they decide maybe they don't want to go as far as they thought they might or the guy thinks they might and they start getting a little rough. Now, you're a self-defense expert. What do you tell these women to do? How to get away, how to feel like they've got some power if they feel like they're being overtaken? Um, I think that one of the <clears throat> one of the first things is that when you when you meet someone, how how you're perceived in your in your own presence um, and that you're willing to set boundaries when necessary that um, that's going to be the first state of when you say no, that they'll, they'll actually listen to you. Um, um, not saying that it's going to always work, but the more confident you are in setting your own personal boundaries in the very beginning when you have any relationship is going to 
um, let people know that they can only go so far. Um, but in those kinds of situations, if it is becomes overbelling, I think that you do need to understand how to have how to physically remove someone from your personal space, and that could be by um, you know I don't necessarily say wrist control or joint control, but um, knowing how to strike if you need to, because no means no. And I think that a lot of times people feel like they should not put their hands on someone else. They don't quite know if it's a physical threat or not yet. So there's that, that awkwardness in between. But being willing to stand up for your boundaries, no matter where you've gotten in a situation, when you're ready to stop, it should stop. And they need to listen. And if not, then you may need to get physical. So what about getting physical? I mean, women are, well, not you, but the rest of us, <laughs> are not nearly as strong. We don't feel like. What advice do you give people about movements, things that they can do to get out of a situation? Right. Well, one of the things in Krav Maga is um, this is what sets really sets us aside are the principles that we deal with. And this system is meant for every person, size, shape. So size and strength does matter. So one, we don't deal with strength. We use speed and explosiveness. We focus on vulnerable areas. And every person, you included, can defend off um, a much larger and stronger attacker. It's about understanding striking vulnerable areas, uh, knowing when to strike, you know, when your opportunity is, and knowing how to get your, your body mechanics behind those strikes. Um, and you combine all those things together, um, and that's what's going to equal uh, effective self-defense. Okay, so really any women can do these kinds of things. Tell us about Krav Maga. Well, Krav Maga is, um, was um, created by Amy Lichtenfeld. Um, he was a police officer, a gymnast, um, and um, he grew up on the streets. Um, and he designed this um, martial art for the military, which was um, dedicated of young men and women, um, all ages, shapes, and sizes, um, would have to go into hand-to-hand combat. So he needed something that they could learn quickly in order to defend themselves once they went into battle. Um, and that's what we do here. We teach people to be able to defend themselves in a very short amount of time um, and building in the confidence. Um, because once you get that feeling of preparedness, too, it's going to develop the confidence for you to be able to execute the, um, the movement. So really, anybody can do this. And as you say, no matter what the size, because I'm four foot ten, Kelly, so I mean, somebody like, but I'm fast and I'm, I'm lith, so I can move quickly. But now let's, you, you discussed a little bit about what women can do. You discussed a little bit about what women shouldn't do. What if somebody has a weapon? Because some people say just surrender when there's a weapon. Um, it definitely becomes um, uh, more dangerous when there's a weapon involved. Um, if you've had training on it, um, and um, we do, we focus a lot on weapon defenses. Then, um, you know, if you feel like it's, if somebody wants property, then give them the property. Where it becomes really tricky is they want to move you somewhere. If they want to take you from point A to point B, your chances of survival lessen severely. So at that point, I want to try to do what I can to fight. So, um, you know, there's specific things that you can do for whether it's a handgun or a knife, uh, but most importantly, it's about um, responding. Um, and trying to, to hit them as hard as you can, um, and finding concealment. Um, so getting more training will help you with that, but don't go. If they try to take you somewhere, it's time to fight. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, if they do try and you have to do something, I, I, you, people have heard this thing of 
kick them in the nuts and kick them in the kneecap if you're little. Do all of those things not work? Nobody can really, I mean, you could, but the rest of us. Well, well, vulnerable areas are, are definitely things, but we, we can't rely that one strike will knock someone out. So groin strikes are very effective, but when someone's on drugs, it doesn't mean that it's going to get the response that you may want. So we fight, we think of, once it goes, uh, if, as long as you're fighting, I'm fighting. But I need to recognize when, when I have an opening to escape now and get away so that I can, I can go to safety. So um, we focus on multiple violent, aggressive counterattacks because you can only fight violence with violence. Um, but we I hate that. I hate to hear that. I, and I do. And I we know. only have about 30 seconds. So, Kelly, what mm-hmm. a cool guest you are. Give, give the website where people can find more about you in Krav Maga. Uh, we are uh, Uh We have a website. Uh, we have an online academy. Um, come and take us up. We have uh, multiple locations around the world. Well, certainly something that parents, you should encourage your daughters to do something like this, to learn self-defense, talk to your children if they are going on spring break. Have them listen to this segment from Kelly because she certainly knows what she's talking about, and it's fantastic advice for spring break. This is Melanie Cole. If you missed any of the great information we're giving, you can listen anytime, on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com. Stay well.